And hello, everybody. Welcome back to your favorite weekly detailing podcast. It's the Cleaner Cast live here, coming from the Cleaner Studio. I'm Jamie the Cleaner. On the other side of the virtual podcast studio is my Canadian cohort, Mr. Alex Dewar. How's, how's it going, buddy? It's going well. It is hot. It is smoky. It is windy. It is everything but humid. So that's very humid. It's very hot and humid <laughs> here. So it's, it's going. And uh, our guest this week is the man with the plan himself from Barrow's Car Care. It's Mr. Chris. Chris, how do you say your last name? I ain't even going to attempt it before asking. You. <laughs> it's Jan. Jan Kowski. You never know that, that first part. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I was going to say it. Jan Kowski, Jan Kowski. Hmm. Go, go either way. But it could be Kowski. depending on what country you're in. I think you actually yep. pronounce it differently, you know? Yep. There and I'm go. not positive. I heard it's pronounced Yankowski. Uh-uh. Oh, dang. But that, I think that's how it was originally, but mm-hmm. not in the United States, you know? We say mm-hmm. it. Uh, but it's uh, Jan Kowalski, Janikowski, are you the kicker from the Raiders? All that stuff is what I get all the time. <laughs> yeah. 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 And uh, once again, this week, we're going to try to uh, come up with a, with a good question that we did not think about before this podcast started, because Chris is going to have a little giveaway package for someone that we're going to give away during mm-hmm. the live Q&A portion. So, Chris, start thinking of a question before we get to there. and okay. <laughs> We'll ask a yeah. Veros-related uh, question, and if someone answers it, we'll uh, give them away a good little package. How's that sound? Yeah, yeah. All right. We gave away uh, quite a bit of stuff, actually. Oh, oh dang. Stuff ready, people. Stay tuned and uh, mm-hmm. get your uh, hot fingers ready for that Q&A action. But, uh, Chris, how's it going your way this week? Busy good, buddy. Week? It's been uh, crazy, crazy busy. I came home to... A whole bunch of chaos. So, oh yeah, <laughs> I think I told you, but I, I still run a detail shop and mm-hmm. mobile, and so um, I have two jobs basically. Hello, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> holy smokes, <laughs> man, can't catch a break. Yeah, and so um, yeah, so we're we're over. We have a. Uh, you know, yesterday we had uh, paper protection film getting done, window tint getting done, a car getting wrapped. Uh, Correction coding getting done, a correction and interior to, uh, getting done, wow. and a brand new 53 foot trailer for Monster Energy getting uh, holy over coding. We yeah. had all that just going on yesterday, and then we're doing Veros too. So it's I'm spread a little bit thin. I'd like a, mm-hmm. a extra help. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. If you are listening and you're in Southern California looking for a job as a detailer, please. There you go. And it's been. Uh, it's just nonstop busy. We're just constantly, uh, I've released two more products since I saw you last. So oh, wow. um, we're getting those out into the public now. Uh, we're working on a, a third uh, product that is, you know, us, we like to be a little bit unique and, mm-hmm. and different when it comes to, uh, when it comes to the type of products that we make. So I got, I got some stuff in the that's pipeline happening. right now. It's pretty special. Very good nice. Deal, good deal. So the Crater Summit was kind of a uh, kind of a vacation for you, huh? Yeah, somewhat. Yeah, somewhat. I'm uh, I'm just really. I actually hadn't been home home uh, since late February. I've been home like in bits and pieces, and then mm-hmm. the Creator Summit. I went there straight from Tennessee, and then from Chicago is actually this is like the first spurt that I've been home for a decent amount of time. So. Nice. So there's a lot that I had to get caught up on once I got back here. That's for sure. 
Nice, nice. Well, we made a couple of videos while we were at the Crater Summit. I got with you with your waterless wash, SiO2 infused. And we talked about teaming it up with some high quality microfiber. And we also teamed up with Jessica Tran and did a pretty right. awesome uh, in-depth video on your interior detailer. And I said in that video, I can't believe we've got so in-depth <laughs> on an interior detailer, yeah. but uh, pretty awesome stuff. So, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a, again, there's a lot that, that goes into everything and when you create something like that, you hope that the average person uh, will put some interest in, in figuring out what, what is the difference between an interior detailer mm -hmm. that will do all surfaces and how can you incorporate that into your business or your, you know, your hobby of keeping your car clean and why is that important? Like why, why is it important to use something that's super safe on all surfaces that you can use weekly yeah. versus using something that's really aggressive or might dry out your plastics or is actually causing harm to your vehicle or might be overpowering the type of dirt that you're trying to remove. Sometimes it's not always necessary to go to a, a knife party with a shotgun, you know? Yeah. And so that we've been able to get a lot of cleaning powder uh, uh, power out of that without harming anything. So it's yep. been, uh, it's been a, a really, really, really good launch as far as that product goes. And, you know, thanks to Jessica, because she really, really helps promote that product, but it is moving so fast. We are constantly making it all the time. Unfortunately, it's sold out, yep. uh, sold out in our supplies warehouse and they just got their shipment. We were sold out. It's, we just can't make it fast enough right now. We're trying to make it as fast as we can. Very nice. Yeah, that's what I was noticing when I was uploading mm. videos. I was like, oh, it's sold out. <laughs> it's already yeah. sold out, and I'm about to pump yeah. out more videos on it. So uh, yeah. keep that hype going. Yeah, but yeah, you're a pretty small company over there, right? Just uh, you and your wife. and Yeah, me, me, my wife, and then we have um, one, one other person that comes and helps us you know, put labels on and fill up bottles and put mm. stuff in boxes. And uh, my wife takes uh, yeah. packages every single day, everything that everybody orders. We we get them all boxed up and taped up and ship them out every single day. We try to get them out the same day if we can, as long as it's, you know, before four o'clock or trying nice. to get over to UPS before the day's over. So yeah, it's uh, definitely a small company with a detailer kind of steering the ship that is really yeah. interested in, in high end uh, functionality as well as performance. So I'm pretty, pretty particular when it comes to stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Very cool. And when it came to uh, the waterless wash video, we were trying to figure out which quality towel. You were actually asking this question off camera, and I just happened to walk outside and see what y'all were doing. You're like, yeah, we'll make a video, and we made a video about it. So did you ever decide which uh, high-quality microfiber towel you're going to pair up with the waterless wash? Yeah, so I actually went back and, and ordered um, all three of those towels, and I'm still testing now. Testing. Actually, uh, Today was my first day of testing. Uh, we popped them in the washer and dryer, uh, before I started the testing and we're just going back and forth right now, just kind of seeing which one we're going to choose. Nice. Um, I think, uh, I think one of them was the creature. Is that right? From the rag company. Yep. Got the creature um, edgeless with the high pile and the low pile side. Yep. And right. FTW. Right. So, yeah. So that, that one's doing pretty good. And I'm also testing uh, the FTWs as well, just to see. Um, but I do notice, you know, like I talked about, anytime you get up into the the super soft, super fluffy type of towel, right. and like he was talking about, if there's anything as far as contaminants or overspray or things like that that are grabbing on that towel, it is going to pull the lint out of the towel and then yep. maybe not leave your finish you're so happy with. So you yeah. can get it off, but I'm really trying to find the perfect towel 
to suggest it's paired with our waterless wash. That way it just gives the user the easiest experience that they don't have to kind of jump through hoops and, and, you know, walk around the car backwards 10 times to the left and all mm -hmm. of that. I just want to make it super easy that you can get to a car show, bust it out, spray it, wipe it down, flip it over, polish it out, and your car looks great, and it's adding protection too. So it's a, a mission that I'm on with these towels to, to find the one that works perfect with our blend. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Yeah, the Creature's a, an awesome towel with the dual pile. Um, you know, just and the different colors that they offer versus, you know, just a single color. Obviously, you can do whatever. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I've used them for for a lot of the, the waterless stuff. And the FTW is very much a, a favorite of Jamie and myself. It's, mm -hmm. uh, it's such yeah. a good towel. It's so robust. You know, mm -hmm. it's not, you know, I've never had it, you know, kind of grab awkwardly or anything like that. So, right. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a, were you guys using towel. those for a lot of waterless before? Were you using the, the FTW towel before? Were you mostly in the creature arena or what, what were you guys, what's your favorite go-to towel right now for, for waterless washing? I don't do much waterless washing. So <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I was, I was I, learning with you when Anthony was going through it, but I kind of, okay. if I would have had to pick one to choose for you, I would have said the creature from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Like high pile to wash, catch the contaminants, and flip right. over and, then over and kind of get the oh. it. Yeah, it just yeah. seems to make the most the most uh, sense. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't really, and I and I know that it's a super soft edge, um, but I try to make everything like as easy to understand as possible. So on the FTW, to have to explain to that quantity of people that that edge is actually yeah. not going to scratch. And, you know, I heard the edges are bad and like to have that conversation over and over again, instead of yeah. here's the towel, there's no edge. It's got one pile on one side and another yep. pile on another. It's yep. more of a simple conversation than constantly having to try and convince them that that edge is actually soft, you know? So. Yeah. I, I think, I think a way of kind of making it simpler for the customer is calling it a border instead of an edge. You know, they yeah. may, they may kind of treat that a little bit easier, yeah. but I I've been using the creature for a long time for the waterless stuff and it's, yeah, they're thirsty and they're wonderful. Mm -hmm. I really like them. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, something that I've noticed, like the more years that we do uh, the chemical businesses, is this just as, as simple and easy to use as you can keep it, the more successful right. the product's going to be. If you have to yep. do too much explaining or have a special way that it can only be used, then it, you're going to have a little bit of conflict there trying to get that out to the general public. Yep. Most mm -hmm. people don't know or understand or think like a detailer. They just want to shoot and wipe pretty much. Yep. And if you can get that accomplished, then you've done a really good job of creating a, a system for waterless washing. So we're trying to, everything that we move forward, we're trying to get it as cut and dry as possible you know do this this and this and you'll get this result so which isn't always the case you know especially if you get into polishing paint and things like that but we're trying to just keep it as simple as possible so the general person can use our products with ease yeah yeah exactly and having that a uh, little wireless wash kit that you're trying to get together is going to simplify it and uh, definitely help somebody out out there. Yeah. yeah. As soon yeah, as they buy the wireless much. wash, you're about to get the question or the email. Yeah. Saying, what's how? What's how? What's how? Yeah. yeah no, I don't yeah. use it. Yep. It's uh, yeah. I'm sure you're already getting them, but yeah, that'll help some, a uh, lot of people out for sure. But uh, if you ain't checked out those videos, go check them out on my YouTube. We got that mm -hmm. uh, video. We teamed up with the rag company for the wireless wash and we teamed up Jessica Tran to do the interior detailer video. Pretty mm -hmm. old awesome stuff. Uh, yeah, I did want to make a, a comment too on the interior detailer. Yeah. Um, and it, 
and a lot of detailers might not know, um, but there's a, there's an important thing anytime you're trying to clean something, and and that's the subject of dwell time, right? Mm-hmm. The more that you allow something to dwell, you know, say like a wheel cleaner. If you put a wheel cleaner on and immediately rinse it off, there's no dwell time, so you're going to get a mediocre performance out of that wheel cleaner, right? And the yeah. same thing can be said for an interior detailer. Um, like if you remember when we sprayed it on that makeup that was on that push to start button, right? If you give the interior cleaner a little bit of time to actually loosen up the dirt, it will have a lot stronger cleaning power than just a shoot and wipe type of deal. Yep, and let so it oil. Time is important in wheel cleaners, interior detailers, uh, cleaning carpets. If you've got three years of dirt and then shoot it with a carpet or upholstery cleaner and then immediately extract. The more time that you give that cleaner to loosen up the soil and actually agitate it loose so it can properly be extracted, the better success you're going to have. And so when you're using an interior detailer like ours, if you shoot and wipe, sure, it's going to have some cleaning power. But if you shoot and let it dwell and then agitate and then wipe it with a towel, you're going to double that cleaning power. So mm-hmm. you most of the time can get a full interior detailer, uh, interior detail done with something that's not as strong as an all-purpose cleaner. And I think maybe you've, you've seen before too, like some people are even cleaning interiors with waterless washes now and it doesn't really make sense, right? Like how am I going to clean an interior with waterless wash? But you know, that's designed to clean and lift. And and so if you give that thought process, you know, a try and spray an interior detailer on something that's maybe a little bit more high traffic than a certain area, give it a little bit of agitation. You're going to notice you got a lot more cleaning powder or something that's, a lot safer than an all-purpose cleaner is. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Sorry, everybody, for the screen. Uh, yeah. We we're trying to main... make Chris in the, the main area, and it just was not cooperating. Yeah, I tried it at first, and it was like bouncing off. Out my... Oh, I hit the mic. I'm probably going to let the mic messes up. Let me know. <laughs> but, uh, Jamie, kind of Jamie, Jamie has procured a new cable for his mic, so hopefully we're... No, we're, uh, doing we're not going to have any mic issues. Uh, Joey yeah. Belinsky, thanks for tuning in. Uh, he was threatening to not join because of Jamie's mic issues, but he's here <laughs> in the flesh. So, as long as I don't touch it, I think we're good. Yeah. But now StreamYard was giving us problems, so I had to throw it to Dewar and be like, Dewar, are you trying to move <laughs> Yeah. We've mm-hmm. been sitting here trying to finagle this to work, but we finally got it going. So, Chris, yeah. sorry about that. But, uh, no, you're good. You're good. Go ahead and uh, let's go back to your kind of detailing origin story. How'd you get into detailing that kind of deal? And uh, how many years have been? About 18, I think you remember? No, 1998. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Over 20 years. 1998. So So take us through your journey. That was was a deal to where I was about 17 years old and super into cars. I had a 98 Honda Civic, lowered 212-inch subwoofers, like what I thought was an awesome car at 17. And uh, I used to go to automotive shops, like tires and wheel shops and and, uh, window tint and like customization shops. And I really didn't have much money. I was working at the movie theater. So most of the time I I would hang out at the shops and just like, I just wanted to be around an automotive type shop. Mm-hmm. And I remember specifically two guys walking in. Uh, one guy walks in and orders a whole bunch of stuff, orders wheels, a stereo, window tent, just completely fixes up his car, pulls a big, huge wad of cash, and boom, 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 boom. Just <laughs> hmm. So at the time, I'm making $4.15 an hour. So working like 20 hours a week. So yeah. I think I'm making like $100 a week or something. Like mm-hmm. it's terrible, you know? And, mm-hmm. um, 
probably less than that actually. And then uh, another guy comes in, same thing. And this is right, right when you guys are probably too young, but right when the Lexus, the first model Lexus GS came out. And first of all, it was a Lexus, so like all all the big deal to me. That's that's a big deal, yep. And then uh, at seventeen too, so this guy's got a brand new Lexus. He puts wheels on it, tins, all this stuff, and same thing pulls out a big huge wad of cash and puts all the money down and i'm like i wonder what these guys do for a living so i asked the first guy what do you do for a living he said yeah i own an auto detailing business and i said okay cool he's like yeah it's actually for sale if you want to buy it it's for sale for eighty thousand dollars and i detail for the auction and i make like 750 dollars a day and i'm like dude i make like wow. 80 bucks a week like <laughs> this crazy it's crazy so then the second guy same thing it was about a week apart and the second guy same thing he says well i own a detail business you know we're mobile and we do this and we do that and I'm, we cover all of los angeles and i'm like okay so i went back and i asked my dad i said dad I'm, i want to buy a, a business i want, I want to buy a detail business can i have eighty thousand dollars and yeah. he said eighty thousand dollars here's three hundred dollars go do it yourself <laughs> and so that was yeah. the beginning of detail to you was i i got a three hundred dollar not even a loan. He didn't make me pay it back. My dad gave me 300 bucks and I went to Home Depot and bought a seven foot flatbed trailer from the front of Home Depot. Nice. And put a, a water tank from a dairy uh, yeah. on that, an electrician's toolbox on the front. Uh, we had a broken generator that somebody gave me that I had to have fixed. And then a, just like your little cheapy, you know, uh, which would be like $200 today type mm-hmm. fresh washer and put that on there. And I remember the first time I used it, I was like beyond excited that it actually worked and that the water actually came out of the pressure washer gun and I could wash a car in the middle of yeah. nowhere. So we yeah. went to, uh, my buddy worked at Blockbuster Video and we drove over nice. Blockbuster. Shout out to Blockbuster. Washed, yeah. washed his car in the parking lot of Blockbuster Video and I was just super excited that it was actually working. Mm, so, that's but, awesome. Yeah, so I did that for, for a while and then... Uh, was just kind of like part-time. I was working actually at Sears Credit, just calling people and collecting on their credit cards if they hadn't made their Sears Credit payment in time. And then my dad called me one day. He worked at the Chevrolet dealership and he said, hey, they just fired our detailer. You better get down here and talk to them. And so that's when I, that was in 2002. So I did part-time for like four years. Then in 2002, I quit Sears Credit. It went to work at the dealership full-time, but not as an employee of the dealership. I was a subcontracted company that the dealership hired to stay on property and just detail all the used vehicles. So, mm-hmm. so that was what kind of got everything kickstarted, but that didn't really last very long. Um, they were spending about $110 a car and I was doing about seven cars a day. So that $770 a day at 22 years old in 2002, I thought I was doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. Well, the service manager and all the managers got together and said, we're spending $770 a day on detailing. I think we need to, stop the bleeding and so they were right. a lot porters to do most of the detailing and have me only do two cars a day so i was basically mm-hmm. going from 770 a day down to 220 a day and then i said well i could just go do my own thing and, yep. and just go hit the streets and start my own you know public detail business and so that's what i did so i really didn't have many customers i just kind of took the money that i had saved from the dealership bought a 12-foot trailer um, towed that behind a Chevy Tahoe and and took nice. off and started pounding the pavement and passing out cards. So there luckily, uh, and I talked about this on the podcast with Jimbo, but luckily right after that, I went to the dealership across the street 
was passing out cards there. And that was a Dodge dealership. And the vice president of a special division of farmer's insurance was picking up his car at that time. And he saw my detail trailer and he came out and talked to me and said, Hey, I got a account that's got 25 cars. We want done every Friday. It's, it's yours if you want it. And so that Holy smokes. initially gave me the jump start to going, you know, public with it and working on actual people's cars instead of just working for the dealer. So thank God for that, because I would have been really, really broke for a while without mm-hmm. that. So that kind of helped me, you know, at least get by to get some other customers Monday through Thursday. But I, I had that account for years and years and years. I did those 25 cars every Friday. Jeez. Mm-hmm. That's freaking mm-hmm. crazy. I knew that blockbuster comment. You get the comments <laughs> going. Boy, they were just going. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Uh, that's some good memories right there, old blockbuster. No, yeah. It's, it's, you know, sometimes I think about like how crazy just the evolution's been, how blockbuster was taken out by Redbox and then Redbox was taken out by streaming. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. It's just like how often do you see a red box? You know what I mean? Anymore. But mm-hmm. yeah. It was a, do- a dollar a DVD. And so Blockbuster mm-hmm. just went out of business, you know? So it's pretty crazy to think about that. Yep. But guess what? Everybody still needs the car clean. So detail business mm-hmm. still going strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Has so anybody ever figured out the Blockbuster scent? You know how they're like, they smell, they smell real <laughs> nice. I don't know if Dewar knows. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Dewar, yeah. you know, come out with the Blockbuster. I, a little bit. Yeah. It's, but we were, we were never like, we were never bougie enough to go to Blockbuster. We went to the discount ones, you know? Yeah. So, like, yeah. Blockbuster was a real town. Treat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Us too. But, yeah, I, I remember the trouble I got, and if I didn't rewind a VHS tape, holy yeah. crap! <laughs> I thought I was gonna die if I brought it there, not please rewind. Please rewind. <laughs> yep, exactly. The popcorn, yeah. bro. Yeah, <laughs> they definitely yeah. made popcorn. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I think that smell was like the—I don't know—the fresh cassette smell or rubber. You know, the however mm-hmm. those plastic smelled is what made the blockbuster scent or something. But someone needs to come out with a blockbuster air freshener or something. That'd be mm-hmm. hilarious. But anyway, <laughs> back to Chris. So we've uh, got the early story. So uh, what that evolve into you doing uh, maybe right before Veros and then rolling into creating Veros Car Care? Uh, so a uh, long, long, long time. I was just mobile forever, forever, forever. Um, then I had a, a stint where in 2009 I moved to Idaho and I had mobile in California. I kept that open because that had been around for a long time. And so, so 98 to 2009, that was already running. So I couldn't see the point in shutting that down. So when I moved to Idaho, I opened mobile and a shop in Idaho. And I, I stayed there until 2014. Um, and it was, that's kind of where I wanted to live. And that's what I wanted to do. And I, I had a shop, we had about 10 guys. We had a mobile truck going out every single day. Um, I had to come back to California to kind of deal with an employee that I needed to replace and Mm -hmm. ended up kind of being down here for about a month or so. And then during that time, uh, met my wife and the whole Idaho thing never really happened again because she was from California. So next Mm -hmm. thing I sold the Idaho house and shut that location down and moved back to California and started focusing here again. So, yeah, so now we've got, uh, We've got a shop and mobile, and then the Vero shop is actually two doors down from the Detail to You shop. So it's super convenient that we can go back and forth and people mm-hmm. come by to pick up orders and to go over there and, and work on our orders and stuff. It's just right, just two doors down. So it keeps it super easy for us. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, man, you're talking uh, dating myself. You're talking 25 <laughs> years detailing now. 
So yeah, that's pretty much, serious pretty much all I know. <laughs> yep. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. So the Vero's car care thing happened. Uh, like long, long story short, a buddy of mine was trying to make a chemical, um, some, some uh, conflict of interest type things happened with him making that chemical. And so he basically came to me and said, uh, you're the only person that I know would do anything with this. So here's where I was at. And yeah. uh, here you go, take it and run with it. And that started off um, what ended up being once I was done doing some tweaks and in changing everything that ended up being our first chemical, which was a one year sprayable ceramic coating. And then we were just going to do that. Honestly, we were just going to do an easy way for the average person to put ceramic protection on their vehicle without it being super difficult. It's extremely easy to apply. It lasts a year, crazy heavy uh, hydrophobics, really nice shine. And we were just going to give the average person a way to, to keep ceramic protection on their vehicle and just make that one product for them. And then a lot of people started asking, well, how about this? Well, when are you going to make that? Are you going to do this? And we plan to do that. And then the next thing, you know, I'd, release one more chemical and then one more chemical and the next thing you know there's over 20 different chemicals now and it's just like and yeah, I, just, whole line. Yep. I can't stop making them now you know so the line's already pretty much a whole line and then now i just release two more chemicals so i just try to find the gaps in the in the industry to where something can can be either improved upon easier to use or get the detailers or the people using the product get them in and out faster to where they're not struggling or fighting against using the product you know mm -hmm. so the the one that we just released is a, a touchless cleaner that you put it in a foam can and it's a pre-cleaner and you foam it onto a car that's got a nasty just rain film or snow film or de-icer or whatever it is and the car's just completely dirty you're co covered in mm -hmm. sand from the roads let it dwell for about seconds rinse it off with pressure washer and the car's like 95 percent clean Nice. So yeah, people have been loving those off, on uh, a so, yeah. So we're making we're making things that are mostly um, trying to get you, you know, help the detailers make more money faster, uh, mm -hmm. get them in and out faster. So or or offer services that they weren't offering before, especially for the mobile guys that products just weren't very friendly for them to do on a mobile basis. So being right. that I come from a mobile detailing background you won't really get me to approve anything that is not going to be friendly for a mobile detailer because uh, that's just where my, my heart was originally, you yeah. know, so, mm -hmm. so a lot of our chemicals are extremely easy to use outside because that's just my background. I've been detailing in Southern California since 1998. And we're still doing mobile this to this day. So mm -hmm. we're out, you know, literally two hours ago, I was over at monster energy ceramic coating a, a 53 foot trailer and mm -hmm. now I'm talking to you. That's, so, a, that's a little yeah. bit of coating. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's, it's, I'll yeah. have to show you guys a picture. But How many bottles of coating does it take to coat a trailer like that? Um, <laughs> so we're right now, when I left, we were at two. And so our, our coating bottles are 50 milliliters. So you can do about three cars with one bottle. Mm -hmm. And so that's another yeah. thing I wanted to incorporate too is mm -hmm. like if I'm going to sell them a bottle and they can do three cars with it and they can make three times the money which doesn't yep. really make the coating that expensive for them. So, so it's another thing I wanted to do because there's other coatings out there. You get a 50 milliliter bottle and it does three quarters of a car 
and mm-hmm. you got to buy two <laughs> bottles just to do one yeah. card. It's just yep. it's just too expensive, you know. Mm-hmm. Definitely a yeah. cost per use analysis on. Yeah, the so we try to keep like our, our five year coating is going to cost you fifty bucks, and most people sell that for twelve hundred dollars. And then our seven year coating for our certified installers um, is one hundred and eighty dollars, but it's going to make you forty five hundred dollars. So we're trying to produce chemicals that really last a long way, super friendly. Uh, to use and and you can especially in our coatings it's really just a wipe on wipe off type of process that's all there is to it so and even uh you know chicago auto pros and car supplies warehouse have done some videos on that particular coating there Mm -hmm. uh, and just how it lasts and you know what it's performing really really well so we're just trying to uh try to make stuff that's that's easy to use and isn't super complicated when i looked at stuff like this i got a couple of different samples back to where you could do about a one foot by one foot section. And then if you weren't taking it off by that time, you were polishing it off because it was just going to completely yeah. dry in high spot. But I just don't want to make products like that. I want to make products mm-hmm. that are super easy to use and that you still enjoy detailing, you know? Yeah. So all your coatings are going to be uh, mobile friendly as well. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Everything's mobile friendly. So I didn't, I, didn't I won't really release anything that, yeah, it's not going to be friendly to a mobile detailer. Yep. Even like our gel wheel cleaner. When I one of our main distributors, I did a, a test for him. Uh, it was probably a hundred degrees outside, and we shot it on a matte black wheel. I shot it on my own matte black wheel mm-hmm. on the Vero span, and he was like, "Are you going to uh, are you going to rinse that off?" And I'm like, "No, not yet. Let's just keep playing with the coatings and this and that." And like ten minutes later, he's like, but, 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 but. <laughs> "No, it's okay. Don't worry about it, dude." Just let and it like do you thing, tell, like, yeah. you just couldn't get it off his mind. Like you have, you have wheel cleaner on a matte black wheel, and it's hot out here, and, and there's no shade. Like you, you should probably rinse that, right? And I'm like, dude, it's okay. Don't worry. Yep, you're all it's good. good. <laughs> it was realistically about 30 minutes later, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm not gonna say that the, that it wasn't drying off after 30 minutes. Of course it was, but the point was I was able to leave it on there. Mm-hmm. And then come back and pressure wash it off, which reactivated it. It still cleaned the wheel, and then it left no stains behind at all. So, so I always talk about like I'll do training classes. I, I I try to do at least one a month, but I'll go to a detail supply center that's selling our chemicals and just try to do like an intro to Veros and teach people how to use the products. Mm-hmm. But but I always talk about incorporating something into your business, like. Like, what does that mean? Like when you look at a bottle and, and say you, you pick it up and you look at it, right. And you read the label. It's like, okay, that sounds cool. And, and okay. 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 And then you just put it down and go pick up the mm-hmm. next one. Yep. <clears throat> I think a lot of detailers kind of miss the, miss the mark when they think about how am I going to build like a duplicatable system? How am I going to build sure. something that I can take a new guy that just started last week and say, hey, go clean those $10,000 wheels like I showed you last week. <laughs> yes. Use the wheel cleaner, um, do this, do that, You know, use your brushes, get in there and get it clean. But having that peace of mind and knowing versus saying, hey, here's the acid. If you remember, we talked yep. about you know this and that. I know you've only been here a week, but, and you're sitting there going, man, I hope he doesn't mess this up. Mm-hmm. I hope he doesn't mess this up. And it's like, I try to build stuff that not only performs but you can give to a newer detailer and he's going to be able to use it without you having to worry that some serious damage is going to be done. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. when you incorporate stuff like that, yes, there's a safety issue to it, but there's also, well, does, how does this save me time? How could a wheel cleaner save me time? 
Yeah. And when you've got a wheel cleaner that won't hurt a wheel, that means you can put it on the wheel, let it work, and then you can go do something else, like mm -hmm. wash the body of the car, or you've already washed the body of the car, so you can clay the car. But you can do something else. Shouldn't the wheel cleaner clean the wheel for you? You know, it, technically speaking, isn't that what it's right. supposed to do? So, and then you've just got so many detailers out there, like they put the wheel cleaner and then they immediately go to cleaning. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, you gave the cleaner no time to loosen up the brake dust. And then if it is loosening up the brake dust, you're actually agitating while all that brake dust is still on the wheel, which means that you're rubbing metal particles into your customer's high gloss black wheel. Right. Why don't you let the wheel cleaner work? rinse all that stuff away and then hit it with your soap and water. So most of that brake dust has been removed, you know? So yeah, like that wheel that you're looking at there, that BMW wheel, uh, what do you think is going to happen on that gloss black? If I take a brush and immediately go to town when the wheels in that type of condition, Be slightly dust. you know, and there's so much brake dust on that, that that needs to be rinsed away. So yep. that's kind of one of the videos um, that we did. Yep, with Carlos. Who was, who was, who was Carlos on the wheel cleaner and just showing like how much cleaning power does it actually have if you don't touch it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and being able to remove that touch free and then you can go in. That makes me feel at least a lot more comfortable. So I always just talk about anything, whatever brand you use, just think about how can I build a system off of this and how can I incorporate some safety into this and how can I make the detailers faster by creating a product like this? And then when yeah. you kind of ask me and I show you how to, how to do those things, then you kind of never really go back to the old way that you were doing it before because you realize it's so much faster to do it that way. So, and I've had some people that use gel wheel cleaner mm -hmm. for over a year, but they were using it by spraying it immediately going through and yeah, I talk yeah. to them about that and they're like, Oh, that doesn't make a lot of sense. And then now they've speed up. Like their, their times are so much <clears throat> more sped up and they're getting through cars a lot faster. Yeah. Know? It makes sense. You know, spray yeah. uh, all four wheels down, foam the car, wash the car and then rinse the right. wheels off when you're done with the. Right. Yeah, so, so that's, a, so I guess I like that strategy being that I'm not a corporate executive and mm. I'm not just sitting here going, well, our cost to produce this product is this, and we need to sell this. And like, I'm actually trying to make stuff that will help my fellow detailers make more money. You know, so that's mm -hmm. my thing is making more money or, if they're going to make the same amount of money, have them get in and out faster. So it's actually more money per hour. Yeah. I like that. Uh, you know, especially for the mobile guy, it's like a perfect uh, plan there with all yeah. the wheels, go continue with the wash, come back, rinse everything when it's time to rinse. I like that a lot. Going right. back to the coatings. I saw you had a one consumer one, the five years starts at the consumer level. And then you have two professional grade. So how do right. we go about getting a uh, certified with a uh, Veros car care? So we do, um, we kind of team up with Rupes and uh, oh Jason Rose, which you know, uh, teaches our paint correction classes. So mm -hmm. um, if you guys don't know who Jason Rose is, he's the global director of training for Rupes. <laughs> and uh, he's, been, he's been a friend of mine for a long, long time. And so mm -hmm. him and I were talking and, uh, and he said, hey, if it's going to be one of your classes, I'd, I'd like to be involved. And so it's been going great. We do uh, 12 seats in each class. That we do a one day advanced paint correction and people will come down and learn damp sanding, uh, you know, what to do if, if paint's doing this. And that's the good thing about the Rupes system. Again, talking about systems and procedures mm -hmm. is uh, Jason makes a really, really good comment. And I'm, I can't remember if you and I have talked about this or not, but the, yeah. 
I think we did, but the, but when you're when you're working on a car and and, not, and this isn't to knock any of the companies because all these companies are great companies, but mm-hmm. say if you have a favorite pad that Lake Country makes, mm-hmm. and then you've got a favorite polish that Manzerna makes or Sonax makes or whoever makes this your favorite polish, yep. and then you've got a favorite tool that you use, and then you've got a specific paint system that you're going to be polishing that day. When Jason makes the comment that that humidity, that temperature, that location, that pad, that polish, and that machine, and that skill level of detailer may be the first time in the history of detailing that those combos are coming together at the same point. Yep. And you're basically guinea pig testing on your customer's vehicle, and it may work or it may not but you've got a pad that's made by a different company that mm-hmm. isn't in communication with the polishing company. And especially if the polishing company makes their own pads that go along with it, but you just like your other pad. Mm-hmm. And so putting some thought behind that, it's like, man, why would I ever want to use a polishing system that doesn't, it's not a tested proven system, you know? And so with the Rupes system, I felt really comfortable <laughs> in going with them and in, in teaching our, installers and basically signing off on their paint correction skills because i want to be sure that you know if your cousin in louisiana gets a a virus coating that alex's cousin in california that got one put on that the two of them pretty much get about the same result you know and that the paint correction is on point and the install is on point and the only way i can feel comfortable with that is by kind of meeting somebody and seeing their paint correction skills and I'm very truthful about the class. Like I, I say, you know, at the end of the class, you will get a certificate that says that you have completed this class. Mm-hmm. But you may not be an approved Virus installer if your skill level isn't quite there yet. If you just sure. started polishing yesterday, I'm not going to certify you to install our coatings. You know, you can, you're more than welcome to take the class. You're more than welcome to come for private training, but we want to see a paint correction level that if you're going to put something so serious as a seven or nine year coating on somebody's car, we want to see some pretty perfect paint, you know, as long as you're getting paid for it. So, yeah. but at, at that uh, price point, you're probably not going to have a customer who says, I'll just take the nine year coating, but no correction. Mm-hmm. So I don't know anybody who would want to coat over scratches with a nine year coating. You know? <laughs> yeah. so, so yeah, there. That's pretty. Uh, you know, that's a lot of experience in one class. That's a pretty serious yeah. uh, detail yeah. to attend yeah. there to and get certified. So, how does one yeah. sign up to uh, do this? And where you know, where's the uh, most? Mostly, they just contact us. Like you'll see us post on Instagram. You'll see us post the flyer when we're going to host another class. And mm-hmm. Jason lives in Colorado, and and we're in Southern California, so it's a big deal. Right. Like we have to. Yeah. We have Jason has to fly in. We got to get rental cars, hotels. I mean, it, it's a big deal to get these classes set up. So um, we, we try to do them frequently to where too much, like if somebody missed the class or was out of town, like too much time doesn't go by before they can come in and get certified. But we definitely take the, the certification seriously and we definitely don't sell it to people that aren't certified. Yeah. So, so. Uh-oh. Dropped oh. out, viewer. Yeah, but when, uh, that California Wi Fi is something California else. California Wi Fi is kicking in, everybody. But yeah, I when think Nathan Rose think... said that, that was uh, mm-hmm. at a morning breakfast we were we were having with everybody. And uh, mm-hmm. oh, he's back, back in the studio. Yeah, and all the yeah. YouTubers just kind of looked around the table like, mm. <laughs> there we go. You got the, you got the California Wi Fi worked out. <laughs> so, all right. 
so yeah, man, that's that's pretty much the gist of the of the pro uh, installer coding is is a couple yeah. of other things. I want to ensure the quality of the install, um, which is why you know the certification, the paint correction class. But I also want to um, uphold the value of Deviro's brand. Sure. So what I, what I'm not looking for, um, and this is not knocking somebody who's just getting started, but I really would prefer that we have an installer that if rent is due tomorrow and somebody says, hey, come on, man, I'll give you 500 bucks. Just give me a seven-year coding. But that detailer doesn't go, all right, let's do it. You know, we kind of need somebody that's established enough that would say, you know, the price of this coding is $1,500 to have it installed. I'm sorry, sir, but I cannot do it for that price. And, you know, blame me, blame Vero's whoever you want to blame on the fact that the price is the price, but mm -hmm. we need to uphold the value of such a serious coding. If not as an industry, we'll see the entire value, which is if we can all agree, like that's, that's the way that we make a lot of good money is by putting a, a nice high end ceramic coating on somebody's car. Yeah. So if you see those prices start to drop around the $500 range and it's a race to the yeah. bottom, then that's going to really completely change the entire detailing industry. So I think every detailer, whether it's Vero's or not, really needs to do a good job of, of upholding their prices, you know? Yeah. So, but yeah, so there's a couple of different reasons for the certification program, but on the retail side, um, the five-year coding just got redone. It's glossier and slicker than it used to be. It's a really, really easy to apply coding and it's a great coding for, for that five-year tier, you know? Mm -hmm. There you go. Fair Love nice. to hear it. So would you say the Roops uh, polishing system is the Veros polishing system as well? Uh, yeah, it's Since you work so closely. With much, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, right now, uh, at the moment, we're not we're not producing. Um, it's just not a. It's again when you think about stuff like we're we're a very 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 small company. You know? mm -hmm. We yeah. were even having arguments at the at the summit. Is like I'm smaller than you. No, I think I'm smaller than you. Like, <laughs> we were, it was like a it was like an award of who the smallest chemical company was. But mm -hmm. we're trying. We have to be smart with the the things that we put budget into you know right and at the level that we are now do a lot of people know about gross yeah sure they do is are we selling it all over the country yeah we are mm -hmm. but should we compete against the heavy hitters that are out there making pads and polishes yeah and compounds and there's a lot a lot a lot of great stuff out there already and it's just yeah. such a saturated area that it's like does that make sense for us and the size that we are right now mm. when i truly believe that detailers should incorporate a system and a procedure into their paint corrections you know and and rupas has done that uh, not only with the machines but the pads how they're perfectly balanced for the machines and mm -hmm. um, they have flow charts that if the paint does this then do this i mean they there's not a lot of companies out there that have it really kind of mapped out for you. You know, what do you do when you get haze and your final polishing? Yeah. Or adjust this and this, and then boom, there you go. So it's just a it's just a system that has been designed to be duplicatable, and that's something I'm mm -hmm. a big believer in. So, um, especially with my relationship with Jason Rose, it just yeah. for right now it just fits. You know. That's one heck of a relationship to have too. Yeah. Because yeah, he's. <laughs> if you guys yeah. don't know Jason Rose, definitely look him up after this and. You'll find out pretty darn quick. He's, he's kind of a savant in if you Moab, want. Utah right now, and he doesn't have time for me. He's too busy on Jeep yeah. trails and. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he had recently got into rock crawling. Interesting. I would yeah. not have pictured him no. to do that. You know? <laughs> me neither. 
We've got some crazy pictures of uh, some stuff. I, I actually I have a little Tacoma that I drive around. And uh, there was a picture of like me coming down. And it was so steep and the ground was here. Mm-hmm. And my front bumper on my Tacoma cleared by like about that much. And Jason was standing right here spotting me. But mm-hmm. yeah, the, the, the factory uh, side steps that came just bent and all scraped up. And I oh was like, dude, oh, I, got a, I got a drill if you want to take those off real quick because you're going to yank them off if you don't. And I'm like, no, nah, it's all right. It's a truck. <laughs> like, yeah. So, but yeah, no, it's, it's a lot of fun. But that, yeah, that's where he's at right now. He yeah. loves it up there. But yeah, so it's been, uh, you know, I'm, I seriously consider that a blessing to be able to have somebody mm-hmm. of his stature yeah. uh, in the industry to, to personally teach our paint correction classes is pretty awesome. And he brings his whole crew with him too, you know, so yep. it's not just him. There's, there's, you know, I think there's about four people from Lupez last time that were there. So yeah, it ends up being a really, really good class. We try to pack a bunch into, into one and, uh, you know, get drinks and food. We have a little graduation ceremony afterwards. People bring nice. their families down. So it's, it's really a cool thing, you know, to see people's families and their kids show up and um, them them being supported by their family and investing more in their detailing career. It's been really nice. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff there. And let's get into some live chat Q&A. Do you yeah, have a, uh, a good uh, question for our giveaway? I did come up with one. It's it's important. Um, we have a little chat that we have amongst the, the few of us here. Um, so I have one that uh, I think... Jamie, do you think we should go with the first or second one? Chris has no idea what the question is. So, but yeah, we can kind of let him decide. Um, Yeah. So the first one is going to be if you, I guess I can let me type out the question. Go ahead and type it up and then throw it out there. Hmm. And this is for the ones that were, if you weren't here from the beginning, suck to suck. But you know, here you go. Yeah. Um, for people who, who are the real, real uh, diehard cleaner cast yeah. uh, fans out there, been been here from uh, minute one of this podcast. <laughs> All right. So let me get this. The question is where did Chris buy his water tank from his or for his mobile his setup? Mobile setup. Think, so think we that. Uh, originally, yeah, it was from it was given. Don't tell him. Don't tell him. Don't tell him. We gotta wait. <laughs> no, don't tell Not him. Yeah. Oh, geez. I they're, they're they're gonna tell us. We'll load it up. The first one I see, I know where it's from. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. Okay. Okay. Let's jump back to the comments here. Yeah, you gotta say where it was from. Oh my goodness! Our good friend Joey Balinski, first one in. Dairy. <laughs> there we go. From Here's a dairy. Dairy from the dairy. Yeah, that's it. That's correct. Joey Belinsky, number one, number one cleaner cast fan. Yep. <laughs> California homeboy. There was good uh, care package from mm-hmm. Barrow's Car Care. Just to uh, just to be clear, there's no conflict of interest with California residents in this, just because Joey's yeah. from California. <laughs> um, all opinions are our own. So congratulations, Joey. Have there fun with go. that. So yeah, good job for for listening in. So. Yeah, we'll get his um, info over to you, Chris. But uh, I mean, that's that's such a cool thing because there's, you know, kind of tying back to your mobile setup when you're first talking. It's you know you're just kind of adapting and doing whatever you can. And yep, would I have thought a dairy for a water tank right off the bat? No, you know, yeah. maybe yeah. Uh, was actually uh, the I originally started a detail company. I had two partners, my two best friends at the time, and one of their dads was a nutritionist for dairies, and so he would tell you like what to feed your cows and and this and that, and so that that water tank was from one of his customers and Very it was cool. all full of whatever and we had to get in there. <laughs> we had to actually get in it 
and clean it out because it was literally just completely full of dirt. So, so that <laughs> we turned that into a detailing tank because we couldn't afford an actual detailing tank, you know? Yeah. Very cool. Um, so the first question that we have um, from good friend, Eddie Cologne, Chris, Eddie what's the coating line look like from a Northern snow durability? Uh, it's durability. good. Yeah, it's really good. So what I find a lot of times is, and this falls on both the, the customer that is the person that got the coating installed and it falls on the detailer. Um, a lot of times it's outside a detailer's comfort zone to yep. push, push, push to maintain the coating. They put mm -hmm. the coating on and they say, Hey, it's a great coating. It's going to last five years. And they basically tell the customer have a nice life and then that's it. Right. Yep. And I always push in our trainings. There are too many things that go on in your customer's life over a five-year time span. Yep. for you to not see them. You can't just put a five-year coating on and then just let them go to the car wash or let them wash their car on their own. You wanna install a coating, and whether it's our brand or anybody's coating, whatever that manufacturer suggests, which is ours is once every 90 days, but you literally wanna go into your appointment system and repeat ceramic coating maintenance once every 90 days with that customer. It's yep. that important to keep the coating maintained. And yep. there's a lot of dirty stuff that that we can not get into about why does it <laughs> get clogged and how do you revive it and, and is it actually truly dead or is it just contaminated there's all these different things but but in a nutshell if you do not maintain a coating i don't care whose coating it is it will lose water behavior yep. the reason for that is, is because it's contaminated and the pores of it are dirty and the coating is underneath the things that are landing on it so to answer that question it's great in any environment, super hot, super humid, super rainy, super snowy, wh whatever it is, yep, if yep. you maintain it, keep it decontaminated and keep it ceramic boosted and it will last the longevity of the coating. Do not do those things. And I promise you it will fail just yep. like anything else. Yeah. Like, it's funny. It's funny seeing all the videos now. Jamie's done one. Um, a few others have done them too of, you know, kind of reviving coatings or is it dead and just kind of doing that. But it's, you know, yeah, if you neglect it, it's not going to be as good. You know, it's not a end-all be-all. And I think some people have that, you know, connotation that it does that, but it's certainly not. So yeah, the education yeah, is very important. It's not the way that we should be selling yeah. them. And it's, I mean, yeah. if, you, if, you do the, if you do the math on putting a five-year coating at today's prices on somebody's car, it actually yeah. makes more sense just to keep that customer as a wash and wax customer. Mm -hmm. Because you can see them, you know, once every three months. And you end up charging them today's prices this year, next year's prices next year, the year after next year's prices the next year. Yeah. And you stay in their face and you see them yeah. frequently to where that relationship, it stays tight, you know, versus, oh, I got a coating put on three years ago and I don't even know if the dude's still in business. And then my, <laughs> my buddy's son started doing detailing. So I started yeah. using him. Yeah, and that's fine if their buddy's son starts doing detailing. But if you guys have a tight relationship and you're mm -hmm. their guy or their girl and, and you're their detailer, it's going to be a lot harder to break that bond when you're constantly seeing the customer. So if you're going to do any type of ceramic coatings, think about what your maintenance program is going to be. How do you yep. keep these customers yep. in your life? Don't ever just put something on and then send them down the road because mm -hmm. a lot of things happen over a five year time period. That's for yep. sure. People move, you know, situations change and five years out of sight, out of mind is you're probably not going to get that customer back. But if you mm -hmm. keep maintaining that coding, it's yep. extra income for you. You're ensuring that that coding is really going to last and you keep that relationship with your customer, which is most important. 
Yep. Dewar, we had a flag toss for replay. Super Auto think, thinks he posted before Joey, but oh. on, our, on our screen, it's definitely Joey. Yeah, I, think, I think y'all are really close, though. So on your screen, you might be above Joey, but on both mine and Dewar's screen, it is it is Joey Belinsky. So yeah, that's uh, yeah, it's <laughs> just a, a tad hair, just a, just close, a hair. Close Super Auto. <laughs> but uh, thanks for chiming in, everyone, for for the. Uh, the giveaway so yes. we'll jump on to some we'll keep more trying questions to bring these giveaways every week um mike g so socal locals are they able to stop by and purchase products uh in southern california it is sold in many many detail supply stores okay um and so you know, depending on where you're coming from we're actually our headquarters is actually surrounded um, by at least nine different detail supply stores that all carry our chemicals and so a lot of southern california um, I'm not sure where you're from in Southern California, but Ranch Cucamonga, Pomona, Montclair. Um, there's there's locations all over the place. Fontana, the bureaus is sold in a lot, a lot of detail supply stores. So we don't uh, sell directly to the public in person. Um, mm-hmm. if it's in one of our distributors' territories because we feel sure. like they put a lot of investment into us. And so yep. we don't really like to backdoor them and, and sell to, quote unquote, their customers behind their back. So. Um, but it is in several, several detail supply stores. Depending on what city you're in, I can tell you what the closest store is. So depending on where you're at in Southern California, like if you're way down in San Diego, mm-hmm. it would probably be best to to order online because there's no local distributors in San Diego. Ah, so there you go. So Re- from to your from local Eddie, people. Chris, uh, starting for someone starting off, what's the top four products in Veros? What are the top four? What you got? That is a tough one. That's like, <laughs> which one of your kids would you pick? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which some people might have an answer for that, but um, it's, yeah. <laughs> that's a tough one. Um, if you force me. I think the couple we made a video on is two, two good ones right off the To put a finger on it. I mean, I, I got to get certain tasks done. I got to keep my outside clean. I got to keep my, my tires and wheels clean. And I got to mm-hmm. keep my interior clean. So I'd probably say gel wheel cleaner for the wheels, uh, dressing to keep the tires nice, silica, um, our ceramic waterless wash to keep the car wiped down, and then the interior detailer. With those four products alone, you can keep street-free glass, you can keep your interior perfect, you can keep your wheels clean, and you can keep your tires dressed with just those four products. So the average person, uh, also it's protected with, uh, there's about three months of ceramic coating in silica uh, waterless wash so it's it's uh or ceramic waterless wash so it's got it's got silica a base to it so your car is protected it's clean uh, the interior is clean you dilute ceramic waterless wash to use it as a ceramic glass cleaner and mm-hmm. then your tires and wheels are clean so the whole car is cleaned and maintained with four chemicals yeah you told me you've even diluted it down to a rinseless wash as well huh yeah yeah nice. and, uh, we did a video with uh, tony ralda that's going to come out soon oh, yeah. uh, just yeah. showing the just showing what the potency and capability is. Uh, and again, I'm super, super upfront about everything. Should you rinseless wash a super dirty vehicle? Absolutely mm-hmm. not. And it says yep. it right on the directions. Right. Um, if you feel that your vehicle is too dirty for this type of wash, you should probably do your traditional wash with, you know, your two bucket method and a nice wash pad and um, a Vero soap of your choice. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is definitely capable of lifting and cleaning a lot of dirt. And I think you did a little short on that too. Yep. Um, that vehicle that they took out and got all muddy. So yep. it does have the lifting and cleaning power. Um, it's amazing on windows. It's my favorite chemical that I've ever come across. To, to so you cut it, it 
one to one for windows. Uh, you cut it one to one for the body of the car. Um, okay. So, so your door jams, your touch ups, your paint, uh, removing dust. Cut it one to one for the body of the car, but you're mm -hmm. going to cut it um, basically ten to one for glass. Ten to one for glass. Um, okay. And it's just so you're just going to put mostly water and just a little bit of ceramic waterless wash in there, and mm -hmm. it's just an amazing, amazing. There's a video on our Instagram. I cleaned a window last summer. It's probably 105 degrees outside, and I do it in the direct sunlight, and there is zero streaks. Mm -hmm. so, oh. And we even use the interior detailer in our video as the glass uh, cleaner yeah. as well. Yeah. So, which, which again, like, can you clean glass with the interior detailer? Sure. Sure, but yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. But it's, it, that factor of it, I'm happy with because I just don't like staining somebody's tent. Mm. I don't like cleaning the dash and way down where the dash meets the front windshield. Right. It gets stained because you sprayed and then you can't get in there to get the stains off. Yep. And so I'm happy that it works on glass or touchscreens, but mostly I'm happy about the fact that it doesn't actually stain that glass to where you can't get to it to get it removed, you know? Yep. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, just in, in, in anything like that, it's, um, you know, I'm just trying to, you know, I could, I could remark it and say, Hey, this is uh, we filled this up with 90% water and 10% chemical. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. This is ceramic glass cleaner now. But, ready to go in the 16 ounce yeah, bottle. Yeah. yeah. That's just yeah. not me. Like, to take, mm -hmm. take the ceramic waterless wash, dilute it down and use it for whatever your favorite dilution is. And you can, you can use it however you want to use it, but that's a, a really good dilution for waterless washes to use mm -hmm. it as a glass cleaner 10 to 1. Yep. Do so we Adam from, uh, Adam from Tim, second to last question here. Um, I think you're referring to coatings for intense sunlight. Um, how's the UV protection? Uh, yeah. I guess for interior or the exterior stuff. UV protection. So, so on the interior, um, there's there's definitely UV protection on the interior detailer, and then as far as any one of our products, it's going to have uh, definite UV blockage in it. So, especially if you get into the coatings, but yeah. anything that we're making, um, there's really a kind of a no play around type of solution. So, even the even the the ceramic waterless wash is a mixture of waterless wash and our ceramic boost product so it's yeah. not a ceramic with like oh let's just put a little bit of silicone <laughs> it's, mm -hmm. it's yeah. actually a mixture of the same ceramic boost that is part of our coating maintenance regimen it's just less of it but it's the same potency of it and so a lot of times people will say that ceramic waterless wash beads water like a coating but they never coated the car there's yeah. just a lot of sio2 in it to give you the crazy hydrophobic so so yeah. yeah, everything that says it's got protection in it definitely has real protection in it. There you go. So the last question, a fellow Canadian, uh, Yves Saint-Jacques, where can we find Veros Carcar products in Canada, Carzilla, Talk Supplies, or others? So right now we're just shipping to Canada from, from the United States. Um, okay. And, and we're, we have a couple of things that we want to get in uh, get in with some of these distributors up there as of right now it's just in the united states we're shipping to uh, puerto rico and canada nice. just just from southern california perfect there well, you go that's, uh, that that's wrap it up for, for the questions well, yeah i personally don't know uh, if car supplies warehouse is uh, mm -hmm. shipping into canada i'm sure they are um and it might be a little bit cheaper on the shipping right. depending on uh, where you are in Canada, if you're, if you're in Eastern Canada, then they're obviously a lot closer than Southern California. So that might be a good resource for that too. There you go. Boom, everybody. That's going to wrap this one up. Chris, where can they find you at Barrows Car Care? Uh, on Instagram, it's just at Barrows Car Care. And then VeroscarCare.com is our website. 
Yep. And like you said, products are available at Car Supplies Warehouse. If they want to reach out with you for training, what's the email? Uh, just info at VerosCarCare.com and that'll come straight to me. Easy peasy. Do we got anything last minute? That's everything. So, Chris, thank you very much for joining and yes. uh, and making the time for us. And, uh, yeah, I the brand seems pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, glad to see all the content that's been produced and hope to see much more to come. Yep. Right. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you both. Yeah. Thank you. Made some killer videos and uh, keep doing your thing. And we'll talk to you in the future when, uh, you know, Veros is going to be a big brand right around the corner. So, yeah, you'll be working with Pan next year's creator. (laughs) That's right. But all right, we're going to get out of here. Chris, we appreciate it. Appreciate everybody. See y'all next week. All right.